You are now listening to the Sons of Swanee Sportscast. Somebody say oh my and give them dog six. Sons, tag team, back again after a week off. Hunter Abercrombie along the way with my man, Mr. TJ Vickers. Vic, what up, dog? Feels good to be back in the layer. That's right. It's uh, just only been a week since we've taken off, but man, it just seems like time flies by whenever you, you don't have a chance to get some takes off your chest. Yeah, sometimes life happens, you know, and that's what happened to us last week. You had stuff, I had stuff, and there was never like a day we could just figure it out. And so we're not just going to mail it in. You no, know what I mean? No. We'll just shut it down before we mail it in. No, I was even kind of nervous about this week. Yeah. It's a pretty busy time for both of us. Yeah, man, I got a couple more weeks, and then I'm going to slow down for a minute before we start up that communist sport of soccer over at the rec department. But oh. until then, you know, until I have a little bit playing, of time. Until you start playing the world sport, huh? Yeah, that's right. Football, as they say. Football. Anyway, this week's episode of the Sons of Swanee Sportscast is brought to you by the fine folks at Hit Pest Control. Give our man Adam Hit a call for all your pest control needs. Adam Hit, also the head coach of the Swanee Middle School Boys Soccer Team, which kicking off action soon. Just had tryouts last week, basketball tryouts this week, so we are easing into the winter sports season. Yeah, him and AJ, avid listeners, avid followers for Sons of Swanee. So. Yeah, didn't AJ, he won our uh, our March yeah, Madness he won, pool yeah, last week, which again shows that you have to have no knowledge <laughs> to win the pool. <laughs> That's just rude, and you know he's going to hear this. That's right. Just, which we'll get to that in a well, second I think about telling on ourselves. I think, he's, but. I think he injured his leg or something, so what's he going to do, limp over here and do something to me? I mean, he don't want nothing. Oh, he's got one good leg. Yeah, that's right. You He'll know, have so to catch he, me first. <laughs> You think I do CrossFit for nothing? But, you know, we, we, I see him every Friday night at football games, and he'll be like, so what are we going to talk about this week? Well, we're and talking we're, about you, Hit. Yeah, so here you go. By God. Shout out. That's we're right. Speaking of uh, saying things on a podcast and sponsorships, we got to give celebrations a shout out, right? After, oh, yeah. After Hillary kind of called us out for our last episode where we, yeah. uh, we did the interview with Adrian Taylor, we're like, yeah, Hillary asked us to do some announcing, and we both told her no. Yeah, I got a text about that. Yeah, we both did. But Hillary came through clutch again for our Hall of Fame. Uh, well, it wasn't a luncheon so much. Our Hall of Fame induction, as she always does. So, you know, it all comes back around. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's good with us, right? I'm just I'm scared she's going to remember that for next year. And it's we're going to go to make the same kind of reasons that we can't announce. And mm-hmm. she's just going to be like, no, you I'm gonna hold be, on yourself. I'm going to be sick that day. Yeah. How was the Bulldog Bash? I didn't get to stay for the whole thing. I did my piece, stayed for a little while longer, and then booked it out. It was longer than, yeah. than most years. Yeah. Good, I kept good. telling my wife, I was like, I'll be home by nine. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. Joke's on me. Uh, great fireworks show. A little bit longer than I had anticipated, but that made it easy for me to sneak out the side because everyone's still inside the stadium enjoying themselves. And after 15 minutes of fireworks, I mean, come on. Slid out what, the back what, what else you? What else am I going to do? The skit right before... The uh, fireworks show was hilarious. Good. It, it was a redneck fire show, fireworks, Ooh. basically like tutorial, and it involved a lawnmower, a bottle rocket that was very nearly actually set off, much to the dis- disapproval of, of Adrian Taylor and Hillary Cannon. So luckily, young man did not shoot the firework off because I think that might have been the last thing he ever did on Swanee County School District <laughs> property. Well, yeah, because it's been two weeks since we've 
since we've talked. So it's like been some good news. We got a lot news. to catch up on. Yeah, it's yeah. Been, been some good news, bad news. Um, and so I guess we'll kind of jump right into it. On a really good note, I mean, we'll start it off, man. I mean, I was confident the whole year, TJ. I have never said anything, had anything but confidence in my Atlanta Braves. And so they just proved me right. Yeah, absolutely. The There's no reason to pull the tape on any of this because no, I said I never said voice. that they weren't going to make the playoffs. I never said they were going to lose in the first round. No, I never said they had zero chance against the Dodgers. None of that ever came out of my mouth. I was positive all the way through. I knew we had it. You were leading the cheer. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's when like, we were when we were under 500 on August 6th, I was the guy saying, "No, no, we're about to make a run." Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, not after after uh, Acuna got hurt and yeah, Soroka's out and Ozuna gets arrested and you know. All the, all the positive things yeah. from from you. Yeah, you you weren't unlike that guy in Major League that is just there. <laughs> Randy Quaid. And just spewing nonsense and negativity. Bring out the bulldozers. And all of a sudden. Turn this place into a parking lot. It just, it's just so positive, yeah. Because you've stayed positive this whole year, so you definitely were not that guy. Yeah, you go back in there, Vaughn. Yeah, that was me. I was definitely Randy Quaid. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. It is. If you haven't seen it, give it a shot. Yeah. What's the uh, Euchre? Euchre doing the announcement in that one? Man, yeah. that is just the best. And pouring adult beverages. Yeah. Hard to see how this guy stays focused with all the paternity suits. <laughs> it's such a good movie. It is. It is. But anyway, okay, so let's back up to last week and we'll jump in. So a couple things to start us off. The positives. Uh, Swanee Middle School, volleyball, Big Ben champs. I'm telling you. So right after, this was last Thursday, right after the Hall of Fame induction, I had to zip over here because we played 5 o'clock, Swanee versus Wakulla. And so I got here midway through the first game. We win game one really close, like 25 to 21, I think. But it was when I got here, it was 18-17. Wakulla wins game two, kind of the same score. And then so we go to game three. So in middle school, it's not best three out of five. It's best two out of three. Yeah. And so that last set goes to 15. And, man, it was neck and neck up until 11. And then from 11 point, we were tied 11-11. We went on a 4-0 run to win it. I'm telling you, I told Coach Hall, it's the most exciting Swanee sporting event I've been to in five years. It was off the chain. Nice. It was, it was raucous. I, I tell you what, volleyball matches are severely underrated. You yes. get that many people screaming that loudly in a tiny packed gym, mm-hmm. it just it radiates through the building. It it makes it shake. I'm telling you, man, we're gonna we're gonna be something with volleyball with this group. It's a, it's a it's a sporty group. Good, Good girls too. Yeah. So then um, also, well, I guess this was this past Thursday, man. It's hard to keep up when you don't see. This is why we got to meet every week, TJ. Yeah, I'm sorry. We got to you know spend less time with our wives and kids and and, and other get obligations. This done. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so then our middle school football team finished up their year. They went over to Wakulla to play River Springs um, in the Big Bend Conference. It was the third place game. We had the one loss we had this season was to Madison County. So Madison ended up winning the championship. We went over for the third place game and um, defeated River Springs. I believe it was like thirty-two to don't quote me thirty-two to twelve, thirty-two yeah, sixteen, yeah. 16 32-5-16, I don't know. Anyway, great season for Coach Stebbins and the boys. Again, really good group. Um, ninth graders going up, a lot of linemen, which is nice. Got a good group of skilled guys coming back, and Coach Stebbins really likes the sixth graders. So congratulations to them. Um, you know, really a top-notch year. Madison was really good. Shocking, I know, right? But um, they ended up winning the championship, but we finished win that third place. I guess you'd call it the third place game against River Springs. And so middle school, doing real well. Like I said, got basketball trials this week. Soccer and um, basketball both will be starting up regular season games here coming up. So, rocking and rolling. Heading into winter. That's Winter right. is coming. How's the swim team doing? 
swim team, uh, everyone other than Peyton, unfortunately, did not make it past districts. However, on the, the exact opposite end, Peyton won districts in the 50 freestyle. Actually nice. broke his own record by a couple tenths of a second, so I'm not exactly sure where he's at now. I think he's mid-22, somewhere in that range. And actually, for regionals, it's us and one other region that combined for state in Class 2A. So he actually is ranked third in our region coming into which regions is this upcoming Wednesday for anyone who cares. <laughs> but it's this upcoming Wednesday. He's third in this region and actually fifth overall in the state between the two regions because our, our region is a little bit tougher than the other region. Placed fifth in backstroke at districts, and I believe he's maybe seventh overall in actual state once you combine they call it the the psych sheet, which is basically just your fastest time that you qualified with at districts. They put you in order from 1 to 24 for regionals coming up. So we have that this Wednesday in Jacksonville at some indoor pool, nice. which will be interesting. Any, anyone who's ever been to an indoor pool will understand what I'm saying. It is the worst experience of your life. It smells terrible. It's hot, muggy. People, so You don't want to go to the Olympics is what you're saying. That's a different ballgame. That is a much different ballgame. Huge arena. Yeah, that's basically an arena with the pool in it. Yeah. They're, they're basically just putting walls around a pool and then some of these establishments that we go to. So now, who else Who else is in our region? Is Bowles in our region? That's what I'm really getting No, at. no, Bowles is not. Thank they God. have a whole different classification for swimming for private schools. Oh, really? So we are we Oh, are what a novel idea that we yeah. separate public and private. And, yeah. You know, anyway, that's a whole other conversation. For yeah, how about that? Our friends at the FHSAA. Yeah, so we are we are good to go. So Peyton will swim both of those events at regionals coming up on Wednesday, like I said, and then if he qualifies. So it's the top two from each of the regions that automatically qualify. And then I think they said the 16 others. Maybe, I, I can't remember exactly what the number was, but they did just take the top seeds after that, the top times after that. And gotcha. then they would go down to Stewart, which is the next week, I think November 5th, whatever that Friday is, that weekend, that first weekend of November, that would be state. So I can't think of the last time we actually had someone I qualify was for ask state. Who might have qualified yeah, for state? Yeah, I know that there was myself and one of the relays we had got pretty close back in 2010, our senior year as far as qualifying for state, but we were just on the outside and didn't make it. And honestly, before that, I can't think of anyone who would have even been good enough to be that close, potentially. Right. So we, we got a real good chance with Peyton to go to state, and that's going to be really fun if, if we get that far. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I know that um, you know him being a senior, obviously this is his last shot at it. And so, like you said, man, making it to state, that's a big deal for – for anybody I know with golf you know there's always that one or two individuals that has a chance to make state and what's really cool about that is all the the schools that get to see you and things like that yeah. colleges yeah so absolutely it um that's really neat I know golf is actually at districts today the boys I believe are today the girls are tomorrow over in Lake City gonna head over and um catch a little bit of that help out a little bit with coach Boatwright and the girls tournament so looking forward to that tomorrow so these fall sports man everything's wrapping up and we're getting ready to um head into winter and so I guess speaking of wrapping up, unfortunately, well, also volleyball, their season came to an end last week uh, with a loss to West Nassau in the district tournament. 
believe we fell three to one, but they did close out the season um, on a little bit of a roll. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, hopefully a harbinger of things to come next year. Keep that momentum Keep riding that momentum into next rolling. season and That's right. see where it goes from there. But on the negative side, um, man, not looking good playoff-wise for the Dogs. We fall – well, we win a game on homecoming against Paxson, a big win, scored over 50. What was the final, TJ? 52 to uh, – 14, 15. Something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got a late touchdown. A lot to a little. And then last week, though, unfortunately, we do fall to Bishop Kenny, 31-28 to in overtime. And so, I don't know, man, tough one. I listened and um, seen a couple highlights. Tough one. Yeah, that's an easy way to put it, tough one. Uh, the game just was bananas. It was close throughout, 13-13 at halftime, I believe. Swanee does take a little bit of a lead, and every time they take a lead, Bishop Kenny just kind of comes right back. And at one point in time, you're up 28-20. Kind of later in the fourth quarter, you feel kind of good about yourself. It's like, okay, well, not only do you have to drive the field and score a touchdown, you got to make a two-point conversion as well. Long behold, Bishop Kenny does exactly that. And then Swanee actually does a pretty good job of making sure it goes into overtime because I believe there was a block kick at the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, so, yeah, when I was when I was listening there at the end, um, you know, I think we had a chance to drive down and win it and threw a pick. We threw a pick, And yeah. they had it in plus territory, and we were able to block a kick to send it into overtime. And then, you know... Um, then the fun began. Yeah, so so they obviously, I believe, did they have the ball first in overtime? Yes, yeah. yeah. They had the ball first, and they go from the 10-yard line in high school overtime. Right. Which we can talk about college overtime here in a minute as well, because cool. that was something that was quite interesting to, yeah, no for me this, this past week. But you go from the 10-yard line, and it's almost just like old-school backyard football with you and your boys. It's just four hard. You just, just play four downs and, and see where it lies. After that, we... Have them, I think, in third and four, and we, mm-hmm. we they throw a pass into the end zone, and we make a good play on the ball where it's incomplete. They have to settle for a field goal. And this was not the time to run into a team with a good kicking game because mm-hmm. as Coach Hall has lamented very often throughout this year, we have one of the better kickers in the state of Florida, potentially in the nation, and a lot of these teams are just doing onside kicks because they have no kicking game at all. Right. They go for it on fourth down because it's better than trying to attempt a punt for whatever reason. But – Bishop Kenny actually does have a kicker. He makes the kick, and then it's on us to try to score at least three points to continue the ball game. It looks like one play into our offensive drive. We win the game with yeah. a Malachi Graham touchdown run. However, the Zebras and their yellow hankies have other intentions. And from what I have heard, sources have given you the clip. Yes. And what can you tell us about the clip? So to me, okay, so – the our first play of overtime, we have a chance to go in and win. Um, it's just a, I guess you'd call it a sweep type play to the outside. And Andrew Brown was was kind of in that what you'd call, I guess, the sniffer position there, you know, where he lines up in the backfield. Not exactly at running back, but there in the backfield. Um, he's the lead blocker going on the outside for Malachi. And the guy that he's going to block just kind of almost looks like he's almost falling over. He's not standing up straight. And so Andrew's hands are down. I mean, they're not up you know when you usually think of holding you think up around the jersey both players standing up this guy's kind of running sideways towards the sideline and he's almost looks like he's about to fall on his own and so Andrew's got at least one hand down it's hard for me to see the other but anyway you know from from a Swanee perspective does it look like a hold absolutely not um did they call it a hold they absolutely did and so it's just another one of those things man you know where you, where you get some adversity and you got to be able to fight through it. I know it sucks. It's, it's you call it whatever you want. It's a bad call. It is what it is. And um, but in any event, we're not able to kind of recover from that. We go backwards, and then, like you said, one of the best kickers in the state, a guy who had drilled four 
earlier in the game just misses a kick, and that's ball game. And they talked about it earlier in the broadcast as well because I didn't go to the game, so you're listening to 98.1 just like I am. They said that the conditions were not the easiest to potentially kick field goals in, mm-hmm. and the fact that he was 4-for-4 four four with a 41-yard field goal going into a relatively easy 36-yard kick. I mean, I, you say easy for a 36-yarder in high mm-hmm. school. That's never really an easy process, but as far as what we had this year, that's – that's that's relatively easy for us and unfortunately Braxton just hooked it so you go four for five on the evening but the one you miss doesn't continue the game on and just like that 38 or 31 28 we lose and unfortunately I think that about wraps it up for any kind of playoff hope yeah you were already on the outside you were gonna have to win out um to have a chance you were gonna have to win out because that would have given you depending on what happened Friday night with Baker County and Ed White a chance if you could have beaten Baker County to have a three-way tie for the district and then you know go to a, a shootout or whatever but Baker County ends up beating Ed White so that part of it you needed to happen happen but you just you know we couldn't hold up our end of the deal so we fall to three and five we were 11th in the RPI already um, now you're you're not going to jump Bishop Kinney I doubt um, they got the head to head so you would think they would be ahead of you with that and so we so were 11th going into the Bishop going Kinney into game, this game and what I say that we have to qualify again just to well you have to be in the top eight but that also depends so the top four seeds again are going to be the district champions so yeah. even if a district champion is say the nine seed overall they're still in as the number gotcha. you know is one of the top four and then so you got the top four seeds are the district champions and then the next four at large and so you know now Baker County secured the district in all for all intents yes yeah, so they they would have secured the district for us and so now you know you'd have to jump an Ed White you'd have to jump a Bishop Kenny uh, you got all the schools out west and so two schools that we've already lost to yeah and so I just to think ask it's, it's going to ask be them difficult. to yeah. you know, be jumped that, that's a lot right and so you're just you know it's pretty much a, a wash for you at this point you're three and five you're hoping to get back to 500 and finish the year because obviously you know it's just again TJ it's a very confusing year because we had came in with so much promise and came off an eight and three season where honestly we were eight and three and felt like we left a little bit on the table yeah and so you come in with those high expectations and for whatever reason man the messaging or just hasn't gotten through and we just haven't played very well and so you know it's kind of i think you back up and punt if you're the coaching staff and coach hall you say okay what can we do different to to get through to what we need to get through is it a and I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not around the team enough to really have a strong opinion on it. Um, is it a leadership stand? Something from a leadership standpoint within the team? Um, I'm sure it's some of that. I mean, I'm you know when you're not playing well and you're not winning football games, there's plenty of finger pointing blame to go around. But that doesn't help you. You still have to figure out what the issue is and solve it. And so that's what I'm hoping we find a way to do this off season because there's too much talent for us to to be a a five and five, four and six potentially three and seven football team yeah I totally agree with that and talking with coach hall of course you said winning out that puts us in the best of positions coach hall kept saying consistently over time hey win three of four and we have a really good chance of making it and i without actually saying it i think what coach hall was meaning was win out district games yeah which included the bishop kenny game and this baker game of course back then we saw about with the paxton game as well so beat paxton like we did beat bishop kenny this upcoming friday night baker county beat them 
going to Florida High was always going to be a tough matchup, regardless of if it was this year's team or last year's team. Anytime you travel to Florida High, that's a, that's a tough team that you're going to go up against. So he kept consistently saying, win three or four, and we feel good about ourselves. But I really think he meant win out districts, and then if you lose to Florida High on the road at the end of the year, that's not really going to drop you too much into RPI because that's a very quality team they have over in Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. And kind of like we've just said, man, this Bishop Kenny loss, it hurt. I think for the first time in a while, we actually played very good. We we would say that we played a four-quarter game. Yeah, we, we were healthy and just couldn't quite pull it out. No, man, we just gave up too many big plays. I mean, you go down this, you know, and you look, and and um, we'll go over the stats here in a minute, but, the, you know, was an 80-yard touchdown pass they had. Kind of um, more towards A 57-yard touchdown pass. And one of them – I'm not sure if it was a pass or if it was a run, but it was early in the game. One of the touch, one of the touchdowns they got was on like a third and thirteen or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, was a, it was a handoff. It was, it was a, a handoff. third and long. Yeah, and it was yeah, a handoff. 50, Fifty-seven yard touchdown. And sure enough, they they go to, not only did they get yeah. the first down, they get the touchdown. Yeah, and so it's just like you couldn't sustain, like you said. So we go up early. We get a um, we get a touchdown, a forty-eight yard touchdown from Bronson Tillotson to Camden Fryer. And so you're feeling good about life. They come back with a long play, so okay, now we're tied. Well, then we kick a field goal, so you're up again, okay, feeling good. Now they get an 80-yard touchdown, so you're down. And then we tied up before the half, like you'd said. They come back out and score, but then we went on a little bit of a run. You know, we come back out. Jay Smith ignites us with a 99-yard uh, kick return. So, I mean, you, you get that special teams touchdown, which usually leads to good things. You follow that up with a, um, a field goal from Braxton, two field goals from Braxton, actually. You get a safety. I mean, you're you're kind of starting to move away from them now. If you could just punch it in, that God bless, that would have been nice. But still, like you say, you're playing right there on the St. John's River, so I'm sure what they were talking about, not great conditions, is the wind coming off the St. John's there for Braxton. Mm. And you're up 28-20, to 20 and you're feeling good. And like you said, man, I mean, you just got to hold them. You can't, but then, okay, they still got to get a two-point conversion, and they managed to get that. Yeah. And so it's just like, man, you just never could just put it away – and take that next step and make it a two-score game. You know what I'm saying? To kind of really make them play catch-up. Yeah, and even after all that, you put yourself in overtime, and I'm sitting there listening on, at, on the radio at the house, and I'm still feeling pretty good. I'm bummed out that the way things went down yeah. at the end of the game, that, okay, it, it kind of sucks that we're we're having to play another quarter, potentially. We're going to have to almost re-win the whole ball game, and coaches say it's hard to win the ball game twice so don't give it away to one time right. you have a chance to win it and unfortunately they drive the length of the field they get the touchdown and a two-point conversion like you just talked about hunter so it's it's unfortunate you have to even put yourself in that position to go into overtime but nonetheless i felt pretty confident i felt like the offense was was kind of figuring itself out the defense did its job because i mean you're inside the 10 yard line you, it's first and goal from the 10 yard line for high school overtime it's it's hard to keep a team out when, when they're that close to the end zone. And the fact that they had positive plays on first and second down, you're thinking, okay, here's third down. They're going to figure out a way to punch it in, mm -hmm. and it's going to be on Swanee to say we got four plays that get six points and potentially tie this ball game. But defense steps up, makes a play, forces a short kick, and we're thinking, okay, we at least got that. We're good for that. And unfortunately, that holding call really not only, of course, didn't, win us the game now it's first and goal from the 20 yard yeah. line and second and third down they didn't help us out either we backed up i think on both of those plays we're on a third down we were able to get i think about 15 i think maybe 18 yards with camden fryer to kind of get us back inside the 10 yard line to make it a, a little bit easier of a kick and a 36 yarder just 
gets hooked by Braxton and mm -hmm. we're on the bus ride home and that's got to be an awful feeling. Yeah, I didn't. I never thought we were going to lose the game until we did. Until I, we did. I felt yep. like we were going to win the game. Line it up time. for the kick. I'm like, okay, we're going to a second overtime. We're going to yeah. go. We're going to go back on offense and we're going to figure it out. And the defense just hopefully needs to do what it did last drive and we'll go home happy. I mean that that would have been such a huge change of events for us. You win that game versus Bishop Kenny, like you said. Baker beats Ed White, which is what mm -hmm. we needed to happen. So that was the best you, case scenario now, for Swanee yeah. fans, where it was really like. Okay, we can only control what we can control, but we need these outside factors to go in our favor. Those outside factors went in our favor. Mm -hmm. Where Baker and Swanee, I don't care where we line up. It could be in Swanee, it could be in Baker. It could be anywhere across the United States or across the globe. That's a big football game. Mm -hmm. But knowing what we know now, it's like, hey, they just beat Ed White. We're off a huge overtime victory versus Bishop Kenny at their place. We're basically setting up a, a little end facto Potentially district championship game. Yeah, could be. And, I mean, and it's at the crib. You have a lot to play for. It's at the crib, and you right. got a pink out. You got the crowd. Hopefully, more energized than ever coming off of a big win late late in the season with playoffs on the line, and it just doesn't quite work out that way. That storybook ending just doesn't quite swing in our favor, and now you kind of have to worry how, how what's the mindset of these players going to be. Yeah. It's, it's okay. You should be able to get up for Baker. I guess. Yeah. That. Do we but, get up or, what, and do we finish strong? Try to get to five hundred. Do we just shut it down? That's do we shut it down? Yeah. yeah. And and if we get punched in the mouth early in Baker, which wouldn't be surprising because Baker's a quality ball club, are we willing to respond? Right. That's a good question. We'll find out Friday night. Just to run down the stats real quick, Bronson Tillotson goes 15-30 for 189 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Malachi Graham, 24 carries for 84 yards. So they held Malachi in check as yeah. far as yards per carry. He did have a long of 18. Um, Terrell Atkinson also carried the ball six times. I believe he had, looks like, 10 yards. 10 yards, yeah. And then um, Tillotson with six carries for 12. On the receiving end, Camden Fryer, good to see Camden break out. Seven catches for 140 yards. Um, and he had the long touchdown, the 48-yard touchdown. So, Really, Cameron's first big game of the year. Camden's first big game of the year, I should say. Um, everybody else, you know, you had several other receivers, five or six other receivers, all with two or three or uh, one or two catches, I should say. So it all adds up. And um, Braxton Green, like I said, man, did a great job. Four or five on the night. Just that last one, I'm sure, you know, he wants it back. You know, they never remember the four you made before. You know? uh, but, but still, a great job by Braxton to to go four for five. And that's his most action of the year, I'm sure, on field goal attempts. And yeah. so, and I'll say this much about Braxton. Okay, yeah, we're, I wonder where he's at mentally because, of course, it's it's got to be difficult going back to well, school. Yeah, so it's lonely that. out there. And, and, a and I'll, I'll defend him. It's, it's not on him to generate all the offense. We were moving the ball, and we just kind of stalled out around mm -hmm. the red zone or in the red zone where, okay, all right, Braxton, at least get us some points yeah, and bail us out. So he makes all those That's field why goals he's such a weapon. where we get to at least overtime. Instead of kicking three one time, we get six. We don't have to worry about going to overtime. We talk about it's 28-20. So they have to drive the length of the field, get a touchdown, and get a two-point conversion. But it's still a one-score game like we talked about earlier in this conversation. Yeah. You get one of those drives that end in six instead of three. You're winning the game. It's you play to win the game. It's more than a one-score game, so we're not worried about them driving the length of the field, getting a touchdown, and getting a two-point conversion. You don't want them to do that, of course. But it, even if they do all that, they're still not tied. Yeah, they don't have a chance to win the ball game. Yeah. Well, on the other side, uh, the Reeser, the quarterback for them, man, he just killed us. Um, Fifteen to twenty-three, so a good night for him. One touchdown and uh, one interception. But where he really killed us was with his legs. Ten attempts. Mm -hmm. um, 131 yards total, a long of 66, and so, you know, 
The uh, Tabor kid, he had the long touchdown run. He went six times for 82 yards and a touchdown. And Newsom, he's the more of their short yardage guy. He goes six carries, 13 yards, but two touchdowns. And so, you know, we move on, turn the page, and we'll welcome the Wildcats in on Friday night. Do we welcome them in, or do they just kind of come in? <laughs> They'll be here. I don't. I don't think. Here. I don't think we're rolling out the red carpet with no. a nice with a nice welcome out. We don't have the nice spread out. No, I've come to a decision though. Um, I want to get Columbia back on the schedule. Yeah, you know, and I was a guy who was all for getting them off because, like I said, our best team we've had in the last quarter century or the last twenty years was twenty fourteen, and they drummed us forty two to twenty one that year. And so I was like, man, it's time to. Time to move on from this a little bit. Time to bit. retire. But um, <laughs> I'm ready to bring them back. I think we need to bring them back. And um, that's just a random thought. Random thoughts with Hunter on this fine Monday afternoon. But, um, oh, you know what else happened since we last recorded? You know, the last time we recorded, we recorded on a Monday. And I told you I had a big, huge rec league flag football game. Yeah. Yeah. Got our butts kicked. Yeah. Yeah. Wore it bad. But rematch tonight. Rematch tonight. And so I feel confident that my, my kids will not listen to this when I say, probably going to happen again. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Well, maybe they can Atlanta Braves their way. Well, I was going to say. Into, uh, into a positive result. I, yeah. Jimmy's and Joe's, buddy. Jimmy's <laughs> and Joe's. Who boy. Hey, I'm going to say this. They got two little boys on that team that I hope to God they stay living in Live Oak because if they do, we're going to be in business one day. Who man. Yeah, they won't be they won't be beating you anymore, and your team will be all together as one unit whooping up on somebody else. That's the plan. We're gonna have a good time tonight. That's what we're gonna do. We're Keep gonna them in time. Swanee County. Gonna, we're gonna drink some uh, Powerades after the game. No Gatorades. And uh, yeah, man, that's the what's gonna be. Superior sports beverage. That's probably why y'all are losing. Mm-mm. No, that's, that's, that's not it. That was not they're it. Not, the electrolytes are not being replenished in the correct manner. Yeah. Good bounce back victory last week, and so you know, got three more. Hey, got a chance tonight. You know, got a. Rewrite the script. Shock the world. Hashtag shock the world. Do it, baby. Five and six-year-old flag, baby. Say it ain't so. Yep, yep, yep. But since then, hey, I tell you the other good news, man. Knowles hadn't lost in a month. We're just yeah, rolling. Yeah, that's over here. right. We're just rolling. I, but I, I will say, what did I text you? If you'd have said, if I'd have said four weeks ago that Florida State is going to go play Clemson this week with a legitimate chance, like man, they could actually win. What would you have said? I would have. You would have tried to randomly. Put me in I would have randomly drug tested you exactly to make sure that my boys. But today, right. is but it to, so outlandish? No, exactly. No, Clemson is pretty not good. They don't <laughs> offense. What On offense? They are bad. Somebody, yeah. I saw somebody tweeted because you know Dabo um, had said you know that the NIL was going to kill college football. So he knows it, and when players start getting paid, he's going to have to stop coaching. And yeah, somebody but, said to his credit, he stopped coaching when the players started getting. Yeah, paid. yeah. Yeah, the Heisman front runner and Dr. Pepper cover boy, DJ Ugalali. Think, think about it. We go back to, we go back to week one, or just not not really a preseason for college football, but just leading up to college football. Heisman betting odds, Spencer Rattler, DJ Ugalali. Pretty like you you have to put some serious coin down to get some return in that. Yeah. Because the 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 numbers were such in their favorite. All of a sudden, put that coin getting, down now, getting, buddy. Getting benched for freshmen. Woo, that'll hurt your feelings. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Rattler, the, Caleb, yeah, the Caleb Williamson kid for oh, or Caleb Williams for Oklahoma. Oklahoma just looks incredible. Yeah, he's legit. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with Clemson. They're great defensively, but I think the Jacksonville Jaguars just drafted maybe their soul. 
I don't know, man. Like, it's it's like, like, okay, we took ETN, we took Lawrence, we understand it, but did we take more than what we were really must asking have, for? Must have took the O-line. I don't know. Did we take their playbook? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's like the water boy. It's like the yeah, green He book. lost his it's mojo. Like yeah. Tony yeah. Elliott's green book went with Jeff yeah, Scott. He, he, need start, he need to start visualizing Mike Norvell as a little baby or something Scott like that so, he, so he, can get his, he can get his mojo back. Wuhan Dabo. But yeah, to, to think a month ago, there it might not be anything other than a 35-point spread. Yeah. They're what still it, favored by 10. Yeah, I, I imagine they're still favored, but, but yeah. But TJ, that. they have not scored more than 19 points against an FBS opponent this year. I mean, in in regulation. Now, I think they because scored. Because it went to NC State. NC State went yeah. overtime. Yeah, so they had some But, I mean, they scored periods. like 19 against, I think it was Boston College. They beat Georgia Tech, what, 14 to 8? Yeah. It's You're been, not exactly talking about the juggernaut. It's been a slop fest. I mean, the ACC And ACC terrible. is bad this year. Awful. It, yeah, so ACC is bad. And they still look that bad in in the bad conference. The poor Orange Bowl. They're going to get friggin' Wake Forest against Michigan State. Yeah. Not going to be a very high selling ticket. It's going to be like a Marlins game yeah. with ticket sales. And speaking of overtime, did you get a chance to watch the Illinois Penn State No, snooze fest of a two-point conversion? No, I, well, so I was in the uh, Deer Woods cuz you know we started hunting season now. So I was up there running dogs. Hey, congratulations to Ooh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it on. Uh, I've gone too far now. Congratulations to Swanee High Bulldog baseball player Ethan Layton killed a good buck in front of the dogs on on Saturday. Oh. We got some other baseball players to congratulate too. Wayne Mobley, if you're listening, it was in Georgia's out of your jurisdiction, buddy. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, man. So I didn't get to see it, but I watched the highlights when I got home on ESPN.com. Yeah, there weren't very many highlights in the game at all, anyways. But definitely, once we got to overtime, it was definitely a snooze fest. So I didn't realize this. Did you realize that? Well, for those of you who don't know, it went into overtime. The first overtime is just like any other overtime where you if take you it get, from the twenty-five. Yeah, if you if you get a touchdown, you can go. You can kick the extra point. You right. of course have the option to go for two if you would like. But if you score six, you don't have to go for two like they have now mandated a few years back. So now in the second overtime, if you score a touchdown, you do have to go for two. It's in the second overtime it's now? It's it it's the it, yeah, it's in the second overtime now. You have to go for two if you get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. If you don't, of course, the game goes on anyways if it's continued to be tied. From the third overtime on, it is two-point conversion attempts from the three-yard line. Okay, so that's why it was only 20-18. to 18. What was the score at the end of regulation? I think it was 13-13. to 13. Okay. No, yeah. So nobody scored Something, in overtime? Yeah. We, we just they, kicked field goals? They, they made one field goal apiece, I think, in the first overtime period. I can't remember exactly how it went. Because there was nine of them. So, so excuse me if I don't remember exactly so how they began. Penn State has no backup quarterback because their quarterback's hurt, so they have no backup. They have no backup. Now, Illinois, in the 45 Fat minutes that... Bielema. and Yeah, I've never seen a skinny Bielema, oh, really. But, slobbish Bielema. But in the nine overtimes, Illinois' starting quarterback actually hurts himself. And they have to now go with their backup quarterback, which really ends up kind of being like their third string guy. Lee, this and is like 1960s Big Ten football, three I, yards in a cloud of dust. Because that, so that was a noon start, and that was on ABC, I believe, where the Oregon game was supposed to come on right after that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like where I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll watch the Oregon game on the big TV. It was legitimately like through the first quarter. Jeez. Like all the way through the first quarter, and all they had tried That'll to do, kick you off. all they had tried to do was do two point conversions, and so it's in Happy Valley. So half of the stadium and then wraps around the end zone is their student section. So when Penn State elects to have it, they say, okay, well we want to go on defense 
and we, the student section. Yeah, and, and we and we want to go with Illinois attacking the student section. Well, then every overtime it flips to the other team who didn't win the toss initially. So Illinois likes to go on defense, but they want to go to the other way. So there was just I mean they easily walked a half marathon back and forth just to unsuccessfully get three yards. Mm. And it was just a comedy of errors. They try to run a Philly special. The Penn State, oh, yeah. they try to run a Philly, Philly special, and you just don't have, as you like to say, the Jimmies and Joes. Don't have the, don't when, have when, the dudes. When you, throw it, when you throw it to your backup quarterback yeah. and he just trips in the open field, doesn't, doesn't look too good. Illinois themselves did not look very good on some of those two-point conversions. But, man, it was just kind of exciting for a minute there, and then I'm just screaming at my TV, get this over with. Yeah. Wrap this up. I was worried that the Hawaii game was going to kick off at 11.59, <laughs> and they were going to still, still be, be trying to figure out how to get three yards. Jeez. And finally one of the offenses gets three yards, and of course, guess what happens? Then the other offense figures out how to get a two-point conversion. Yeah, here we go. And I was God like, okay, bless. someone finally scored a touchdown, or someone finally scored two points. We're going to be over done with this, right? Nope. Keep it going. Good job, Fat Beetle. Nine, over, nine overtimes. The lo- now, technically, the longest game in college football history. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, we also haven't talked since uh, Go Tigers went ahead and yeah. uh, went ahead and ran for 275,000 yards against your boy. Talking Todd. about running a half marathon. So yeah. so now you lose to LSU, you're 4-3, and three, you're exactly one win better than Florida State, no big deal. And now you get to face Georgia this weekend. So, hey, congratulations. What time is that game? 3.30? 3.30. Always going to be a 3.30. Always a 3.30. Yeah, always so, Florida State and Florida both play at 3.30. Always always a 3.30 kickoff. Man, alive. How are you feeling? Well, it's kind of my fault again because mm-hmm. I wasn't at a wedding, mm-hmm. but I was at, shout out to Claudius Ivy, my man, had a surprise birthday party for his girlfriend, but it was a surprise engagement party that only my wife you and are, a couple you, other people knew. You were just in that phase of life. You were in the wedding, be in wedding, go to those things phase of life. See, I'm now past that. I'm now in the I don't marry him or bury him stage of my life. Yeah, well, I hope none of my friends are listening. It, I'm sick of it. You're done. I, I am just done. Dude, I was in like seven weddings in like a two-year span, something like that. It is, it is so expensive. At least my one buddy who got married on New Year's Eve last year, which we were together for the Oklahoma game, and we lost that game. So, again, that guy well, and I don't people got to quit planning stuff in friggin' football season. I mean, I got married during football season, but at least for us it was the Florida-Kentucky game. And well, that's it your was, fault, it too. Was, it, was Louisville, you know what? it was Louisville, Florida State, I think. You know what? All. Don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that gets married or is born and has birthday parties in deer season or football season. You know what? I had to leave Deerwoods early to go celebrate. Happy birthday, Jed Jackson. Congratulations, you turned 40. Well, I mean, okay. Hey, Great right, job, right, Jed. Hang on, I'll stop you there because I actually am both of those. I have my wedding anniversary on the 23rd You're of September. Bad. And, You're bad. And totally, my, my birthday. totally within your control. Yeah, the, yeah, the anniversary. I can't. I have no I know, I'm just messing around about that. I had my, my son's birthdays in two weeks. I mean, opening weekend of rifle in Florida and. Got a birthday party. You gotta, for you gotta think man. these things through, my friend. That's why I got married at the tail end of turkey season once they'd really stopped gobbling good. But I was ready to get married, and there was only like one day available. That was that day. Didn't even look at the calendar. It didn't even register in my mind. Yeah, it was pretty. Because I mean, it was pretty on, much my wife saying. I was about to say, come on, man, this ain't our show. Yeah. This ain't our show. For those of you who don't know, I'm building a house right now, and all it reminds me of is getting married. How's those lumber prices treating you? Oh, I locked my price in. Uh, the first week of January. Well, that's probably not. So well, it, well, that it, it was okay. It was still on the uptick a little bit, but yeah, I. Yeah. Things are going. Let, let's so just well say I could. Like, let's just say I could sell my house as soon as they gave me the keys, and you know, make make a little bit of coin. Well, you'll also find out. once you have be kids. Homeless. We are currently in a shortage of. Well, I mean, a lot of things on the grocery shelf are in a shortage, which you know, thanks a lot. Well, anyway, 
Lunchables and Capri Suns, two things that I should have invested in. And if you're going to have kids, tip of the week, stock tip of the week from Hunter. If you're going to have kids, go ahead and invest in whatever company makes Capri Suns, Lunchables, and butt paste. You're going to need a lot of that. It's actually called that, Boudreaux's butt paste. And some diapers. Go ahead and invest in those companies, and you'll never go wrong for a few years. Uh, well, just a couple things off that. If if your name is Boudreaux, you you have to go into the butt pace community. I just you, don't you, know why they didn't but, come up with a better name. I mean, it legitimately is called butt paste. Like you want me to walk into Walgreens and say, "Where's the butt paste?" They're gonna say it's right down is there, it next, buddy. Is it right there next to the toothpaste? Kid? That would it's be really be, inconvenient to make right that right next to the diaper rash. Well, it is kind of diaper rash cream. It's gonna be right next to all the diaper stuff. Maybe but, some baby applesauce and stuff. And this might be way too hot of a take to deliver on a Monday afternoon, and I don't have kids, so maybe this is just blasphemy. Lunchables, severely overrated. Yeah, they suck. Just just get you get you one of those... Especially, I don't understand the pizza or nachos, because they're going to be cold. I don't... Yeah. I, I don't get it. Sounds and, terrible. And all this is is like sliced up pieces of bologna or ham or whatever else. You could buy that and construct it and put it in a really cool little packaging and save a lot of money. But no, kids want the Lunchables... I'm not mad at the people who did it. I mean, you know, it's no, supply and demand. Good for them. Yeah. They, they have made a pretty good markup price on, on what they're offering kids. Yeah. Because it's not that much food. No. It's like it's like a tiny charcuterie board for children. Oof. But it's couple, not even A couple oof. crackers with some cheese and like one, two, one or two pieces of salami. Now, I'll tell you what I am a fan of is the Uncrustable. The Uncrustables are legit. Oh, I'm here for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good, I'm with, good that. with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you won't hear me say anything bad about that, but... Yeah. Severely overrated Lunchables. Yep. But again, don't be that guy. Don't get married in the fall. Don't do it. You were kind of worried that we weren't going to have a don't be that guy. But it just came to it me. Organically happens. It, it, it More just times than not, me. like we have someone like in mind. Like, I feel like, see, last week I've got to start writing down the things I think of because there's stuff that happened to me last week and we didn't have a show and I was like, I need to talk about that. And then I forgot. And, you know, I don't remember what it was. I know what one of them was, but I'm not going to get into it because all it's going to do is make people mad. So, anyway just is what it is. I'll save it for another time because I'm sure it'll happen again and it'll once again make me mad and I'll come on air and I'll rant about it. But until then, you know, it just is what it is. But we had just a little let bit it of simmer. Yeah. But I still, I got to write this stuff down. But see, you have an iPhone. You have the Notes app in your iPhone. Mm -hmm. Create a note that just is titled Sons of Swanee and then just... Sons! Just bullet point list. I have that because I have ideas for interviews or random topics or don't be that guy. But more importantly, and I think we've maybe talked about this before off air, maybe it was on air. You ever hear like a song now and just instantly think podcast intro? Yeah. Because I was on my way here to work today and I just hit shuffle and just there you go. Let, you let, let, let the world take so me where you're it gonna, went. You're gonna and there see. was two songs that came on back to back. I was like, man, podcast intro. One this week, fire. one next week. Then boom. So I actually have a couple couple lined up for certain weeks coming up. But man, it's just it's good when it happens like that. Mm -hmm. So just get you get you a notes. Get your little notes thread going. I will. Title Sons of Swanee, and don't don't lose don't lose these hot takes. People need your hot takes. Yeah. I go everywhere in public, and they're like, "We need Hunter to deliver hot takes." That's right. And I and I say, "Hey, I'll try to fire them up, fire them up as best as I can. See what we can do." Well, I, so the rest of this week, big big night tomorrow. World Series tomorrow night. First time since '99. The Abercrombies will be staying up and watching. My little boys into no it big now, deal. which I like. No big deal. Yeah. Got the Wildcats coming in, and even though we may not be in the playoff hunt, still a big game. Oh. Canada's coming to town. 
Well, one more question, or not one more question, one more statement about, about baseball, Swanee baseball. Josh Fernald commits, yeah. to, commits to University of Central Florida. Tyson Green commits to St. John's River State College. So congratulations to Tyson and Josh. Yeah, so I talked to Josh at, right after the um, Hall of Fame induction the other day. He was over at the high school, and so I was asking him kind of what was going on with his recruitment and everything. He said, I think I'm about to commit to UCF. You know, I think I'm going to talk to him tonight. I think they're going to offer, and I think I'm going to go ahead and commit. And I was like, well, man, you know, what if the big dogs come calling? What you going to do? He said he's committed. He's like, man, I'm committed. So I said, okay, buddy. But yeah, sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. Good for you uh, take an official visit somewhere else and, and enjoy yourself. That's right. Good for Tyson too. That's good. I always love guys going JUCO. You know, I was a JUCO guy. That's a great place to be because you get to go and you, you really you get to play a lot earlier. Yeah. Um, not to say you can as a freshman at a D1 school, but you know you have that where you're just dealing with freshmen and sophomores. So you got a chance to go out there and play a lot, and it's against really good competition. And then move on to that that uh. Division One University after a couple years. So that's a good spot, good landing spot for Tyson. Hopefully we have a few more coming up because I told Josh, man, and his dad at our volleyball game after his sister was involved in winning a conference title. It's like, man, I feel like for baseball this is going to be the year. I mean, this is the senior-laden class you yep. want. You've got three guys on the mound that you feel really good about, two of them with proven varsity innings and another one who you think is going to be a good one. And so you get um, some guys back from injury who hadn't gotten to play a lot, so they kind of slide right in there for Ryan Laneve and um, Calvin Palmer, who are really the two guys you lose. Yeah. So you feel like you're going to replace a lot. You bring back a ton. Man, it should. It's, if you're going to make a run, I feel like this is a year to do it. You know, this year's football team has kind of reminded me of last year's baseball team in certain ways, where you kind of like, okay, this is a really good group. We know this is a talented group. We've seen them win a bunch of games, and a lot of these names are still on the roster that yeah. won these games. But for whatever reason, it just didn't wasn't clicking. Didn't quite click. Didn't quite gel. What whatever cliche phrase you want to use, it just didn't quite work out that yeah. way at all. And I've thought multiple times this year, it's like you know, this football team is kind of like last year's baseball team, where it's like. They're fresh off of a very talented team, fresh off a very successful team that put high expectations mm -hmm. on the program itself and just didn't quite live up to them. And it's not yeah. fair at that point in time because every year is a new year, especially in high school. You really don't have much carryover. And you don't know be... what you're going to get from other teams as well. But, right, right. And I'm very excited about this baseball team this well, year. Well, they got a tough schedule. Coach Bruce is going to test He's always them. done a good job of that. Yeah, Coach so. Bruce and Coach Hall. Yeah. I mean, since they both have gotten on, Kyler, you know what, year four, year five now with the dogs when Bruce is going into his third year, I think? No, no, no. This but, is like his fifth. Is, okay, yeah. Yes, so fifth or about, sixth. about that same time frame for yep. both of them. They both have done such a good job of putting a competitive schedule together to really challenge their group of kids and say, okay, yeah, we might lose a couple of games, but it's not because we're just scheduling – Cupcakes or, or anything yeah. like that, and and it's not sisters, count. not sisters of the poor out here. No, no, like some team college football teams tend to schedule in September and never leave the state. But you know, um, another thing when you were talking about that, that I had lost my train of thought for a second. Um, because you I, had to throw in a dig at yeah, I was had to throw a dig at so. I did want to um, once again thank some folks for our Hall of Fame stuff last week. All went really well. Want to congratulate again our Hall of Famers. But um, you mentioned Hillary at celebrations who did such a gem up job, and some of our sponsors, um, Inside Out Nutrition, Brittany and Brianna came and made drinks up there for us, um, Ogle's Roof Cleaning, uh, Dirty Green Goes CrossFit, all of them were sponsoring for us, and so we appreciate all of them, along with the crew over at the high school, Brother Lloyd, Set it all up for That's us. That's right. Lied. You, you in great hands. We got Casey Lloyd. Wynn, yeah, so we really appreciate all of them, and um, yeah, man, going to be an exciting week, and we'll be back at it next week. And one thing, we've buried the lead a little bit, 
the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey! Got a dub, baby. Miracles never cease. It was at London. <laughs> it was at 9.30 in the morning. That's right. Haven't Didn't won, matter. Haven't won a game or kicked the field goal successfully in America in and over a two. year. Made two of but them. But guess what, baby? We are the second best team in the state of Florida. And Shad Khan saying, this is why we will move to London. Oh, and so what, is it is his first name Matthew? Matthew Wright? Matthew Please Wright. Please excuse me because I don't even know him anymore. But, yeah, so it's Matthew Wright. So, fun fact for you, and I don't know who to give the credit to for this, so please excuse you know, ESPN and Bleach Report and all these other entities that are clearly listening to us right now. Mm-hmm. He had not even made a 50-yard field goal in no, college. No. In college. He made two. My and man. then, I love this too, got selected for a random drug test afterwards. Of course he did. Yeah. And Lambo got cut. Yeah. <laughs> Poor yeah. Lambo. Lambomatic is uh, yeah, he hitting the road. Well, we've gone long on you guys today, so we won't keep you any longer. But um, if you want to just talk random bull crap, you can call us anytime. I will give you TJ's cell phone number if you would like it. Yeah, and I'll give you Hunter's address, and you can show up and make your suggestions in person. I will put you to work if you come out to my house, I promise. <laughs> Got stuff to do in the yard. <laughs> but until. Let them get that close. <laughs> until, until next time. Go, go dogs. dogs.